All right, we're back for all new show. Listen, y'all, I am convinced, Blue and Damage, that my team wants me to remain fat because they have snacks in the studio. And I am enjoying- Are you eating? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, you got to live a little bit. Look, I just I just want to say to everybody out there, welcome back to the show. Now, you already know, if you watched Gagging with Jason Lee earlier this week, you saw that I went on a fucking rampage because I have launched a war. Damage in Blue, I am, on, I am launching an internet war. I'm launching a lawsuit war. I woke up the other day in, in uh, Mexico and told my attorney, sue everybody. Those were my specific words to her, sue everybody. And I'm not playing. Why? What, what, what is happening? Wait. I need context. I need context. Okay, well, let's first start by saying that when you become a public figure, I guess I'm becoming a public figure where people want to get clouded, want to do things. I've allowed people to say anything they want about me, and I never defend myself because blue damage, I feel like to, to, to defend yourself is somehow to get into this debate of whether or not there's any smoke where there's a fire or fire where there's smoke. I just feel like why even address some of the things? People have said everything about me and I've talked about it here on the show. I've talked about my Instagram. But now as I continue to like elevate my career and get on new brand partners and start working with other people, I kind of feel like obligated to protect me and them and my staff and just everybody. So I woke up um, after having a reckless weekend in Mexico and I just said, Sue everybody. So let me tell you what brought this on. Okay, this past weekend, okay. you know, the BET Awards happened. We were all out in full effect. Um, Black is bold and beautiful. But I'm going to tell you what also is bold and beautiful, and that's me in a swimming pool. Because I went to Ooh. Mexico. I went to Mexico, and even though people were, they were literally trying to pay me to be around for BET Week. And they were like, if we pay you, will you come here? We go, I said, no, I want to get away. I don't want to be outside right now with people. Mm-hmm. I want to get away. So I went to Mexico with somebody that I've been talking to, trying to see if we could have this romantic weekend, which was very sweet. We had a good time. And while I was there, I discovered that people love to drink in Mexico. I haven't been there in 20 years, right? So mm-hmm. damage blue. Y'all, y'all didn't see what was going on on the internet? Jason, what okay, happened? Jason, the suspense. This is actually getting mean now. Just tell me what is going on. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So I told this story on gagging. So if you've already heard this, I'm just warning you. It's redundant, but it's going to be highly entertaining because these two have not seen the clownery that has gone I'm so on. So nervous from the CEO. I'm so nervous. Love. Okay, so look. So we had this bright idea of having a sunrise breakfast. Like, let's go to the pool. Our pool overlooked the ocean. We stayed at the Solas Resort. It's a beautiful, beautiful resort. So we're having breakfast. They bring the food. They're like, what would you like to eat? Now, everybody that knows me knows I have coffee and Bailey's with my breakfast. But this morning, I felt like, you know, let's get a little sexy. Let's have some champagne. You know, let's have some champagne. So I had a glass of champagne. And then I ordered a second glass of champagne. And the second glass, when I got halfway through, fell into the water. I said, oh, shit, I need another glass of champagne. So I ordered a third glass of champagne. By the third glass, I'm in the swimming pool, swimming. I'm feeling the new body. I'm feeling all the, you know, I'm I'm with my friend. Like, we're sexy. Like, we're, we're, I mean, it's just beautiful, right? And I'm on, I'm finally on vacation. So I say to him, why don't we order some pina coladas? Like, let's get pina coladas with extra rum. Because you're in Mexico. That's what you do. So I get us two pina coladas. For breakfast? For breakfast, Jason. Listen, I wasn't thinking breakfast. I was caught, I had already had breakfast. I'm caught up in the beautiful magic, the magic uh, of, of Mexico. So yeah, I had mm-hmm. two pina coladas with extra rum. Okay, so now the pina coladas were in my system and the three glasses of champagne. I was like, I met this couple and I was like, yo, why don't we do shots of 1942? 
Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. So wow. champagne. Champagne. Pina coladas. 1942. Well, they were out of 1942, a- so I had to settle for Casa Azul, which is a step above 1942 in terms of drunk. Oh, I like Casa Azul, yes. Well, I like Dangerous too. Game. But I learned after two or three shots, you don't taste it anymore. It just tastes like water. Yeah. So I so I took three shots of Casa Azul, and then I got another glass of champagne. Well. <laughs> Wait, didn't your throat go numb? If you have three shots of Casa Azul, your throat completely stops feeling anything. Blue, I have had a big old dick down this throat. If it ain't going to go numb from that, Casa Azul. Uh, the Casa Azul helped. Okay, you can't okay, feel well, nothing let me in your tell throat. You, well, listen, yeah, it could have lubed it up if for this next person involves Safari. Now, Safari is a friend of mine. Look, this is all bad. This is where it gets bad, okay? And I'm embarrassed to show you guys this in damage. I love you like a brother, so please, this is going to be a bonding experience for both of us, okay? I'm so scared. After all the alcohol, after all the alcohol set in, I see this Mexican guy selling hats and jewelry and shit. I buy wedding rings, bracelets, hats. I'm just buying everything. I bought $500 worth of shit. Now, $500 in Mexico is a lot of money. I bought all types of shit. And by the way, I didn't bring any of it home because I lost it or threw it away after what happened. So I buy this stuff. I'm, I'm I'm on live talking to my people as the drunkenness is kicking in. So the drunkenness is literally kicking in live for people to watch. So I go from 300 views to 500 views to 1,000 to 3,000 views. And it's just growing because I, and I'm not looking at the numbers. I'm just entertaining people. Like, hey, hey, white girl wasted. Well, right at some moment, I get a call from my assistant who says, you got to go live with Safari in 15 minutes. I'm like, live with Safari in 15 minutes? Oh, my God. I still have to do the BET activation at the Black Ice Cream Truck with Safari. And I have to actually talk to him and interview him. And I got a script. Oh, my God. Where's the script? I don't know where the script is. I'm in the pool. I'm oh, naked. Oh, no. And, and, it was, and it was all caught on camera. Take a look. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. You're sexy and you have a big... <gasps> yo, what? Yo, listen, yo, Jason. <laughs> you gotta celebrate the black culture. Oh, I'm out of here. This guy, yo, yo, Jason, later, bro. You're, you're sick in your head. BT Awards tonight, eight o'clock. All right, I'm out. Wait, wait, wait. Oh my God. Hey, yo, what is wrong, Jason? <laughs> What in the corner so, of the cob was that mouth? Okay, you know what? No, listen, 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 listen. First of all, I'm not I'm not easily humiliated. I'm not easily humiliated. And and I, honestly, I've done worse things on this show over the last six years. I just think people have forgotten because I've cleaned up so much, I think, allegedly. But look, look, it was worse than that, okay? I fell asleep on the live. And then they and then and then they posted video clips of me nodding off. Angela Stanton did saying that I was on heroin and cocaine like my dead mother. Okay, no, it got really bad. So this thing went so this thing went viral where they were basically saying that I was a drug addict. You know, and here's the deal: if I was Chrissy Teigen and I was sitting up here saying, "Drink this water; it will make you feel fresh," and then I relied on myself being a household brand to do that people would actually give a fuck. I am the same person that said somebody sucked his dick and threw up on him. And the biggest dilemma was how to get him to finish. So I already know that my followers know that I'm reckless, but baby, I don't think they've ever seen it. And they have not stopped. They have not let me live. And so now this YouTuber, I'm not going to say her name. She's a troll. I'm now suing her because she said that I was on cocaine. And I told my attorney, that's it. I am sticking up for myself. 
sue everybody. So today I've sent her a list of all the people that we need to file lawsuits against. And now everybody's terrified because they know now that I've, I've woke it up. But I just thought it was so hilarious that here I am in this beautiful city, this beautiful country, Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, nodding off from too much Casa Azul. That was my weekend, pretty much. Yo. Um, Safari. Safari, <laughs> 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 uh, so on behalf of Jason Lee, uh, uh, DJ Damage, and Blue Tudusma, we would all like to apologize to you. Our friend did Yo. not know any better. <laughs> he has a good heart, I promise, behind the scenes. Um, Jason, people often are like, oh, you should, you know, don't you check Jason Lee? Jason, you are your own man. Um, you are a grown up. <laughs> Nobody DM me asking me about this. I had nothing to do with this. I'm hearing about this for the first time on camera. Corner of the cob, Jason. You literally went like this and then proceeded to. Oh man. Oh now, man. Jason, I know you 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 like to have fun, but I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> you do that. Damage. That's I'm at a loss for words. I'm at I'm at an actual loss for words. Okay, well, damage. We haven't listen, we gotta we have to like party one day. I party really hard, but I work hard too. Here's the deal. I talk to Safari, okay? Now, Safari. You know you have a big dick. It's your fault. If you wouldn't have had a big dick and been scheduled by BET to talk to me at a goddamn ice cream truck, I wouldn't have been thinking about your dick as a cone, and I wouldn't have been trying to suck it through the camera. I blame you. I blame Mexico. I blame every Mexican in the state of California for letting me cross the border oh to God. Mexico. And you know this what? Victim blaming. What? No, no, I'm blaming. No. That's exactly what you're doing. That's victim it's blaming. It's victim blaming. The crazy part is... Safari is my friend. We, like, you know, we did love and hip hop together. And, yeah, he's my friend. Like, he's my friend. So we had talked a week ago about, you know, me supporting him, me getting him in an interview and all this thing because he's going through the custody dispute or he's going through the whole thing with uh, Erica Mena. And so we just happened to be hired to do the same event. So the next morning I texted him, I said, is everything okay? And, and he said, nigga. And I said, what? And he goes, all these gay people are texting me apologizing for you. <laughs> And you we opened just, a Pandora's we, box for him. Well, I was trying to open Safari, Safari's box, but apparently I couldn't do it through uh -huh. the phone. But you know, the crazy oh thing God. is that Safari is such a good person. He literally laughed at me. We laughed uncontrollably on the phone. I apologize to him for being too drunk. My apologies to BET and whoever hired me for those activations, because I still don't know who hired me, but they did Wait, send me my money. you did that on the BET Live? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Jason. honey. BT. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bet everybody's terrified. That's what BT stands for. I bet watching that. They know who they hired. And didn't nobody tell you they had them kids on Instagram? I put up a disclaimer every time I go live that says, do not have anybody around who can't handle this content. Leave me alone. But look, again, I blame the country of Mexico. You know, oh you guys... You guys should know when to cut people off. You can't go to the bar here for Taco Tuesday and get too many fucking drinks. You saw I should have been cut off at the daiquiris or or the the what what I drink? Pina coladas. <laughs> the pina coladas were this big. They were this big. I could I couldn't even okay, I couldn't even drink out of it without putting it in the pool and drinking like that. They knew what they did. They set me up. It was a setup. That should be your sign to not drink it. If you have to double fist a single drink, Jason. So blue, That's a sign. blue. Okay, blue. Let me ask you a question. Here's where you're going to contradict yourself. You've never uh -oh. sucked a dick that required two hands. <laughs> this 
This is getting real. This is this is taking a turn. Um, I didn't do it on the BET live. <laughs> I tell you that much. I've never I've never done it on the BET live. Corn on the cob. No, well, black black is beautiful. Black is beautiful, and the BET awards were amazing. I don't know if you guys watched them. I I watched some of them. I was wait. Is that your segue? Are you really gonna segue after that? No, 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 no. Because the other part was the other part was. That was the first live. That was the first live. I got hired for two lives. So after oh, the alcohol kicked in and I did all that, I get a call that says, you got to go live again. I'm like, again, about what? They were like, you got to do a tune-in alert for BT Awards. I was like, oh, shit. So I put on my sunglasses and I put on my robe and I sat in bed and I go, man, it's black excellence. I hope you guys are turning into culture's biggest night. Damage blue. I don't think I'm ever gonna get hired for the B2 even ever again. <laughs> I apologize to, the, to Mexico and I apologize to BET. Me and Damage are still available. We, Jason, Lord. But hey, but look, they lie. Probably never been lit like that. It probably never been lit like that. That's next level. I wonder I'm what Deborah Johnson th thinks of this. I wonder what she thinks of, of what happened. Well, I don't even know whose live I was on. I know I was at an ice cream truck with Safari for BET. That's all I remember. And then I remember the, the hand gestures and the licking moments. But look, either way, it was highly entertaining. They knew what they hired. Shout out to my fans and my friends and my supporters and my family. I'm so embarrassed my sister watched it. She's like, what's happening? I'm like, bitch, stay off my Instagram. Now, I'm going to talk to you as I show you this video, because this is the video that got the people posting about me being on drugs, which I am suing the shit out of everybody for, because everybody knows that I don't do drugs. I don't support I don't even smoke weed. This was the video, okay? Now, listen, we all... Have a moment that we regret. Jason Lee. Jason Lee. What in the... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jason Lee. I can't defend you. I usually have your back. You're on listen, your own, Jason Lee. Listen, no, white no. girl wasted. Why can't I get white girl wasted, too? Mm -mm, that's the wrong side of family. Don't do that. That's a... Jason. Wow. That's rare for I'm proud of you, man. You're supposed to be go out there getting drunk. Look, thank we you. had a hard pandemic. We had a tough pandemic. We pushed through. Everybody watched this show. We pushed through. We we, we working hard. Jason's supposed to go out Judas. there in Mexico. Don't and get enable drunk. this. Do not enable this. I'm damage. enabling I, it. No. Damage, no. damage, damage. That there is my point. No. Two things, just to flip mm -hmm. this to be a little bit more serious now, right? We just we sir we didn't go through a pandemic damage. We fucking survived a pandemic. Millions of people died this year. People have not been able to get out of their countries. People have lost their jobs, their homes, their family members. People, all, Facebook, my Facebook is a mortuary of people dying from COVID. I am living my best life. I lost 120 pounds. I got a brand new house. I'm the king of Bego. I'm doing great. I'm surrounded by love on this show. I have an amazing team. I have every reason to celebrate. And by the way, I was in Mexico with a fine ass nigga. So, if I was feeling myself one day and got caught on camera doing too much, so be it. I would not trade it in for the world. I had a great time. And you know what? I feel like in order to celebrate that weekend, I'm going to Aruba tonight. I need to go back to Aruba. What? Do you see Jason, what you started damage? Wait, wait, wait. Wait. It's not official. Jason, are you bringing the hat? I don't want to see you oh. drunk without that hat on. That hat, you need to bring okay. that hat everywhere. Well, I'll be honest with you. Not only did I leave that hat sitting in the middle of my bed in Mexico, 
I, I waved goodbye to that bitch. I was like, bitch, I'll never want to see you again. I'm not only not bringing that hat damage, I'm not even drinking in Aruba. Oh. I am, oh, no, no, I, no. I suck Safari's air dick. Do you understand? Like, I understand. I understand. That's, that's bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I under. First of all, Jason, you weren't caught on camera. You logged in twice. I just need, <laughs> as a fact check, you were not no, like, caught like, on like, camera. I, I, you I logged had to in push, twice. I, I pushed the button myself to go live, and I went right. live. I went live, and the and the and the crazy part is, my friend is sitting over to the left, and I'm like, "Come say hi to the people." He's like, "I don't want to. I don't want to meet nobody right now." You, you, you he's like, "I ain't that drunk." You, you got had the daiquiris, that. not me. Yo, he took good care of me the next day. I we so I sobered up. I didn't drink for the rest of the trip. I laid low. Uh, the hotel staff, he he was like, "Let's go back down there and have breakfast." I'm like, "We ain't going to that side of the resort no more. We gonna go over. We gonna eat over there because those people they they had to call him and say, "Come get your friend out the pool." Because he he went to the hotel room wow. to go charge his phone and got a phone call that he had to return immediately to get me out the pool. Yeah, it was a whole moment. But either way, I had hey, a so great time. What happened in the pool? I passed out. Did you, did you almost drown oh. in the pool? Oh no, no, no! I passed out standing up. See, that's the thing. I'm good. I'm always on my feet. You know what I mean? I'm always on right. my toes now. How I the hell out you passed up. out standing up? Girl, I don't know. I was asleep. But you look, look a special I, kind of somebody, Jason Lee. No, listen. It was. It was. I was able to get back into the room and do my last post for BET. Thank you to BET. Thank you to One Thirty Fifth Street Agency and everybody who hired me. I don't know who hired me. I just know y'all sent me the money and I did my job. I think I did it. So thank you. And I'm here for you next year if you need another partner. This time I'll bring a damage in blue, so that way I stay out of trouble. Damage. You. I saw you did something amazing with a fucking hip hop legend. Okay, Mister Branded Content himself. Uh, talk about that because that I was really proud of that. Oh yeah, and, and and the funny thing is, this is when um we recorded Hollywood Unlocked from my hotel room because the show don't stop, y'all. You understand? We we grind hard. The show never stops. But I went out there to the official Old Spice Barbershop in Ohio. Old Spice has their own barbershop. I got to interview the legend Big Daddy Kane, which was so major for me. And I don't think he understood that I was such a big fan because I'm so young. But Big Daddy Kane is such an icon from the style to the pictures with Madonna and all them other sexy ass when he was with back in the day to how he tore down the stage. Like, it was such an honor to sit down with Big Daddy Kane and uh, salute the uh, Rock the Bells, LL Cool J's brand, and Old Spice, man. They looked out and we made that happen. I had to repost that because Big Daddy Kane, a lot of people don't realize he inspired people like Jay-Z. Like, if you've ever mm -hmm. wondered where people like Hove come from, he is the source of swag, in my opinion, right? So... I saw that. I was so proud of you. I had to repost it. Like, I was like, oh, okay, damage. That was and dope. The, con the conversation we had beforehand was deep, too, because he was telling me how, you know, because, you know, Big Daddy Kane, he's still, he's still making that money. He's still on the road. But he was saying there's this beef between 90s MCs and 80s MCs where some 90s rappers don't want to be on the same bill as an 80s rapper because they're old. And I was like, huh? <laughs> oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's weird. Well, I mean, I think we live in an era now where the new school people, these new kids don't honor the legends before them. You know, I mean, you know, we I don't even want to get into the rappers, the mm -hmm. female rappers who don't do it. But, you know, like I, I do feel like there's there's been the people that said Tupac and Biggie weren't legends. Um, there's been people who have probably not acknowledged that Roz is one of the best MCs to ever live and that Jay-Z is probably the best rapper alive, uh, if not the best rapper uh, in a long time. 
I don't know. I don't know what it is about not respecting the people that come before you. Uh, but I, but what I did respect, I love the fact that, that mm. damage, you always find a way to get that branded bag. If it's not Remy Martin, it's Old Spice. I'm saying, who the fuck is working on his team and why they not over here with me? Jason, it, the crazy part is I don't have a team. It's just me. It's just, you know, I, I've been in the game a long time. I've been doing this since I was 17, so I'm just thankful to have the relationships. I mean, look how we met. It was random, you know, but we, we got together and did our thing. So I'm just just blessed and honored. And that was truly an experience to sit down with Big Daddy Kane. It really was. No, it was it was really good. It looked really good. The quality of the production was, was really nice. Uh, yeah, and then what I also, I remember I had sent Damage a text when he was uh, wherever he was in this hotel room, he had set up this makeshift studio. And and I wanted to post on my Instagram, but I probably was drunk, passed out in the swimming pool. I wanted to show people like hard work means being able to pivot, being able to make things happen when you're on the go. Like you either want, some people think I want to do this or no, or I want to do that. No, I want to do it all. So to make it all happen, you got to work harder. You got to work smarter. You got to be creative and you got to know how to be able to make it all happen if you want it all. And I think you do a good job at that. And I didn't repost that, but I did remember you setting up the show, shooting the show while you were there doing that and the quality of the content with the Big Daddy King came out came out really good now is it just me or does big daddy kane look like carl malone <laughs> no he don't look like no damn carl malone what? yes he does <laughs> no he don't they're big and chocolate the mailman look he don't look like the post worker but he looked like the mailman all right blue what did you do this past bet weekend <clears throat> well, the funny thing is, I was going to censor my answer, but now that you've been so transparent, Jason Lee, I have nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, this this weekend, it's interesting. The BT had a, like an Essence Festival that they brought to LA. And so they invited like 100 or so of us to go, come to this party. It was really, really beautiful. There was a lot of DJs there that I knew. A lot of my friends in the industry who I haven't seen in like a year and a half were there. And here's the problem, though. Because it was a New Orleans-themed party, and I was just feeling really, really good. I walk in and the first thing they do is they offer me a drink called Grenade. I don't know if you've ever been to New Orleans and experienced a Grenade. Mm -hmm. I have a problem where I drink alcohol like juice and Grenades, Same. I couldn't taste the alcohol. So I had about three or four and I'm a lightweight. And at some point back that thing up, started playing. And I remember knowing something was wrong when I screamed, oh my God, this is an ego spiritual and ran in the middle of the dance floor. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm fucked up. So, yeah, I was that girl at the party. I made a lot of friends, got a lot of phone numbers. Um, I was Wait, very so popular. You, so you ran into the middle of the dance floor during an Essence Festival style party and was backing that thing up and I'm wrong for sucking an air dick? No, I announced that back that thing up as a Negro spiritual. I was having a moment for the culture, oh. right? Because because the party was a little, people were like, you know, being cute. And all it takes is one person to jump in the middle and people started having fun. So I was a sacrificial lamb. But when I got home, though, and watched the video, I couldn't post most of them because I was obnoxiously drunk and screaming while posting. Like, yeah, bitch, fuck it up. Like, it was obnoxious. I'm never drinking another grenade. As well, long as I live, well, well, well I, I think post I think post production should include that video because if I'm going to show mine, you should show yours. Okay, I will. I'll, don't clap for that damage. You, you're already a Judas on this episode. What's crazy though, Jason? So I woke up at 3 a.m. face down, still in my makeup, and was like, "Oh, mm. I'm tore up. I need to go to the bathroom." And then I realized I had a class to teach that day and hadn't done my lesson plan. So at 3 a.m., I spent three hours doing my lesson plan, and that's. 
6.30ish, I was about to go to bed, and I get a text from my, my trainer saying, I'm outside. It's time for our workout. So I had Ooh. to do a full body personal training session on three hours sleep, still hungover from four grenades. Y'all kind of have a similar story. I thought I was going to die in that training session. At some point, I tried to bribe her to stop. I was like, can we just end this? Well, but I finished this the is, workout. This, is, and this yeah. is where I would have pulled out my phone and said, do you see Safari's dick? I've been fighting with this in the internet for the past 24 hours. I can't. Your trainer would have left. Yeah. So, Jason, you made me feel better because I was judging myself all Sunday. I was like, I'm better than this. What the hell was So, well, outside being open, I'm not ready yet. I'm not well, ready. And this is, why, this is why I love what I do. I love what I do. And this is why I do what I do the way that I do. I own all my shit. If I didn't own my shit, I would be jobless. I would be jobless. I would be homeless. <laughs> I would have lost everything. Oh I oh own all my shit. That, that's, that's, that's one part. The other part is that I live a very transparent life, right? Everything that's out there about me is true unless they made it up. Meaning, if you see it for me, if you heard it for me, I did it and I said it. If you heard it about me and you haven't heard me validate it, it's not true. So I, I'm always battling these things of, there's the things that are out there that Jason has done and said that are just crazy and inappropriate. And then there's the things out there that are about Jason that are pure lies. Now, the things that I've said and done that are inappropriate, I can't take back. I live and breathe them and, and swallow them clearly on camera. The Ooh. things that I can that I can't control what people say about me that are not true, I'm now deciding I'm gonna sue all those fucking people. And I have the money, I have the resources, I have the attorneys, and I have the time. So I'm gonna do that. Um, I did have Angela Stanton's Instagram taken down. You know, she Ooh. posts things that are just violating the terms and conditions of Instagram. So I did have her Instagram taken down. I did have the main T taken down from Twitter because it violated the terms and conditions of uh of of its platform. And these are just a couple of the networks that I'm working on, but there's one more big one. There's one more big oh. fish that I'm working on. I'm not going to say her name. This little dinosaur looking bitch from Atlanta, but I'm on her shit. So if you ever see her standing under a bridge begging for money to pay for her decrepit ass family, this is what she looks like. Okay, now look. Oh my God. Okay, you know what? <laughs> this motherfucker, Jason Lee. Take that down. Jason. Jason, Jason who are look, you talking about? Look, I'm not going to say no names because I'm not giving this dinosaur any more life, but I'm going after her. And look, I'm not like a Chrissy Teigen who sold the audience on an image that they're married to. And then, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. When I do crazy shit, they can believe it because I've done crazy shit. This is what I this is why I'm afraid of fame, because as you get famous, the expectations of how you live a normal life change. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You're not allowed to be drunk. You're not allowed to party out and have a good time, especially if you're black. White people could do it all. White girls can do whatever they want, okay? They can call the police on you in Central Park when you're walking your dog. They can fucking suck five dicks at a party and not worry about AIDS oh. and say, oh my God, it's not a white person's problem. They could do everything. Black people, black gay men, black successful people, now nah, we held to a different standard, but I'm 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 over that, and I've canceled cancel culture. Thank you to the Mexicans and Safari and BET. Okay, so clearly everybody on this show woke up this morning and chose violence. <laughs> like I, I, we I all mean, chose violence today. I, I got drunk as hell this weekend too. I ain't gonna lie. I sound like we all had a lit ass weekend. I was. Oh wait, when did you get drunk? You didn't mention that Big Daddy Kane. You left that part out. Damn it! I mean, because oh, yeah, he asked me about like the interview. Oh, I was outside. Oh, I was outside. I went to Poppy. I went to Dragonfly. I was at all the day part. I was drinking nonstop from Friday to Monday morning. So I understand, wait, Jason. Wait. I'm with you. Wait, what? Damage. So are the, wait, damage. So are the clubs in LA open? Open? Like are they open? 
Open. Open. We yeah. oh, we was at Poppy having a good time. But see, I'm terrified because I don't know if you guys heard this. There's a new strain of yes. uh, of COVID out there forming that's stronger than the first one and says can work through the vaccination, which is why I don't have the vaccination. Yeah, my friend called oh. me and said, girl, the Delta. I was like, what, the flight? She was like, no, there's a, apparently there's a strain called Dante <laughs> or Delta or something, and it's eating people's faces. Look, I just know that way too many strangers tried to touch my booty and hug me this weekend. And the fact that we've gone from wearing masks to trying to like mouth kiss strangers, this is a problem, guys. They have to shut LA back down. I am worried for all of our safety because clearly no, we can't be trusted. No, 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 no. I have a flight at one thirty in the morning to Aruba. They don't need to shut LA down. But I will tell you that if they do shut down the world again, Jason Lee and this compound will have a whole ass man living with him in it. And I will be confined to my pool and my house with my man and my little studio and my staff who scoot up here to the house with their mask and helmet on, making sure that I can survive to shoot another show. Now, look, let me give a shout out to a long term friend of mine. 27 years I've been in love with this woman, Queen Latifah, you know, at the BET Awards. She stood up there and accepted her award, her Lifetime Achievement Award, which is way overdue. I've said this to her privately and I'm saying it to the world now. And I also have to say that one conversation that me and Queen Latifah had, and I call her Dana. I've, I've only called her Queen Latifah to her face one time in 27 years. She's Dana Lane Owens. It's my sister. Um, and I, I, one thing that I remember is a phone conversation we had where I was talking about, you know, being gay and out here and this and this and that and doing, and you know, she follows me on Instagram from her Fufu account and she sees all the fuckery that I be doing. And she said to me, you're my hero. And I said, why? And she said, cause you literally just live your life however you want. And it was really powerful for me to be told that from somebody that I honor and respect so much. And so to stand there and watch, to sit her, to sit in bed and watch her stand up there looking amazing with not a hair out of place as usual, uh, with so much grace and so much poise and so much just regalness and accepting her award and declaring her love for her longtime partner, Ebony Nichols. Uh, I thought it was powerful. I was moved. I saw the emotion. You know, her mother just passed away not too long ago. Her father was there. I don't know. It was emotional. Um, I don't know if you guys caught that. Do you know what really strikes me about Queen Latifah in particular? A lot of people are like, why did she wait so long? But we tend to forget when she first became famous. Back in like the 80s and 90s, black women couldn't even admit to wearing weave, let alone being gay. You know what mm. I mean? Like it was a different time where being judgmental was the norm. There wasn't this accountability thing or this whole like be your authentic self. You couldn't be authentic in the 90s in that kind of way. And I literally remember be, gr like growing up and Set It Off came out, right? And Living Single came out. And I, I hate to say it, but I think the reason why my self-esteem was so healthy is Queen Latifah made it like popping to be thick and cute. Like there was a lot of boys who looked at me differently because they were like, well, if we think she's attractive. Let's give Blue a holler. So personally, she's been great for my personal life. Um, she's normalized so many things that weren't normalized. She's multifaceted. When we found out that she couldn't just rap, she could also act and sing. Like I literally have been slightly obsessed with the space that she takes up, takes up for a long time because we tend to shout out the Oprahs and such. But Queen Latifah created a space where real black women the way we actually look, who are gorgeous and not a cookie cutter or whatever, could like just be talented and be celebrated. So this is long overdue. I almost cried when I saw what she said because it was almost like she was at peace and she was like, look, I've given you 30 something years of me. Now I, this is for me. So 
Dana, I hope I'm not being too familiar. Just thank you for making girls like me feel like we had a place because you really did. Man, iconic, iconic. Iconic. From, like you said, multifaceted. And I'm a person that, that, that thrives in being multifaceted. I do a bunch of things, but from the music to the acting, to the producing, creating films, putting other people in position so they can have an opportunity. That lady is a icon. And I'm so glad she got her flowers because like you said, Jason, long overdue, man. Like this is one person that can be soft and hard at the same time. And you respect both lanes. When she's acting, she could play the hardest motherfucker or she could be the softest thing ever and be dainty. And oh, it's like, she's literally so talented. So, I mean, I just feel like it's so dope for us to have these legends living among us because sometimes we always look into the past or looking at people that passed away. But we got people like Queen Latifah that's here right now. So I'm just gl- so glad she got honored, man. It was just such a beautiful experience. And and you guys know Queen Latifah, the artist, the musician, the actress, the producer, the entertainer. I know Dana Elaine Owens, the human being, the person. Um, I, I just tell a quick story now that she's put this out here. You know, her son, Rebel, uh, which I was surprised she talked about this because the last time I saw her was at the All-Star game. I was there walking by and she was showing a picture of Rebel to Kim Kardashian. And I was like, I tapped her. I said, bitch, I know you're going to let me see. And she was like, kind of looking at me like, I don't know. I was like, girl, I've known you way longer than this girl. I know. And Kim's looking at me because Kim didn't know my relationship with, with Latifah. So Kim's looking at me like, what? I'm like, girl, I know you ain't going to let this girl see and you're not going to let me see. And she saw I'm going to tell y'all right now, the cutest kid ever, period. The cutest kid ever. And I have to tell you, it's so hard to explain how happy I am for her because the world needs more Queen Latifahs. The world, everybody should have somebody inspire them the way that she inspired me. This is a person that Mm. the only regret I had over BET weekend wasn't my live and drinking. It was that I didn't know she was being honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award because I would have been there. I would have wanted to be in the room. Um, I did text her. I just texted her before the show. I think she she texted me that she's on set filming. I think uh, Equalizer, which is an amazing show, by the way. She's killing it. I love that show. I love that show. But I texted her. I said, it is time for us to do an interview. It is time for you to come on this show and have that moment because now you can't think I'm going to throw something out there. Cause you know, when you're talking to your friend, you just start talking and shit just comes out. So I'm, I'm sure there was probably some concern that like something could come out, but now it's all out there. And I want to sit down with the queen and have this conversation. I text her right now, right before the show. And I said, it is time that we do this interview because the fans of the show love her. I love her. I'm so proud of her. I'm so happy that she is, living her life out in the open. You know, she, not too long ago, decided to go sober. And I had tried to go sober at the same time she went sober. And I remember her, and I put it in my book, I think I put it in my book, where she said that she that she was proud of me, that I was, you know, taking the steps to be sober. And then she was at the time sober, and I had drank that weekend and felt like I had let her down, even though she didn't know that. But she's just such an inspiration. And we don't talk as much as we used to. And I know that's because she's busy and she's in a relationship and she has a child. She has a lot going on, but, but the love for her will never change. And I learned through our relationship that while your friendships can change, meaning you don't see each other as often or hang out, the love that you have for each other doesn't have to change. You know, um, I just wish that I was in my successful life like I am now 
being able to be to share these experiences with her. But you know, it is what it is, and and we are still connected, and we still have each other's number. I want to show this picture really quick from when I was seventeen or eighteen, and she, and this was right at, on uh, after she came from the uh, set of Set It Off. You know, we were both younger and fly and blue. I saw your your comment where you said we both pretty much still look the same. You know. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? You guys look exactly the same from that picture. Yeah, I love her. Uh, shout out to Jason. Bring the long hair back too. Uh, Jason, you know one thing I, I will say. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I told Dana I, that I, ain't I, happening. That ain't ain't no cornrows over here. This this is uh, it's a wrap. I mean, you both could wear cornrows because it could. You know, she was legendary for her cornrows. I will say this though. I know we talk a lot of smack sometimes about Black Twitter and how this cancel culture, whatever. One thing I will say when it comes to people who do not get their flowers properly until much later is that Rebel Wilson once tried to come out and say, oh, I'm making history as the first plus size woman to be the lead in a, in a, in a rom-com. And Black Twitter swooped down and said, actually, no, didn't Queen Latifah and Common have a romantic comedy where she mm -hmm. was the lead? And they gave her her flowers. And literally, Rebel Wilson was so embarrassed and mortified, she had to issue an apology. So I just want Queen Latifah to know that, like, they might try to play you, but your, your community, we always have your back. Always. Well, I don't have a good relationship with Black Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I want one. <laughs> I, I want one. Hey, 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 Black Twitter. Hi. No, I want a relationship with Black Twitter, but they drag me. You know, the thing about doing what I do, you got to have thick skin, though. And 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 I and I'm I I'm I'm honored to do what I do, whether people like it or not. I I love entertaining. I like good comments and compliments, but I also don't care when people uh, have negative things to say. And here's probably where Black Twitter is going to get mad. You fucks uh -oh. had the audacity to try to bury Bill Cosby. You fucks called him Bill Cosby. You fucks made jokes. You made it permissible to make fun of Bill Cosby. You talked about, all about the Jello pudding pops, and maybe I cracked a couple jokes because I was a bandwagoner at some point too. But y'all motherfuckers be so quick to tear down the black man and then put the same hashtag protect black women up as a mantra to the women that you choose deserve it. You guys are hypocrites. And now Bill Cosby is out on your ass right on his way to Jello and NBC to try to buy the network that they try to take from him when you bitches were sitting up trying to take him down. Now I understand black Twitter should be a home where we hold each other accountable, hold other people accountable, but it also becomes this destructive tool and highway of communication to destroy black people that they don't agree with. Bill Cosby being one of them, but he is set to be released from prison. Now that his conviction has been overturned, blue and damaged, I don't know where you were when you got the news, but did it make you want to run to your refrigerator and grab a jello pudding pop or not? Nah? So just as an editorial note, Bill Cosby has not been exonerated. He was released on a technicality, and I still believe that he did what he was accused of. So yes, he was not exonerated. He was just let go, and there's a big difference. Yeah, Jason. Um, I don't know about uh, oh boy, man. You know, I'm I'm repping Philly all day. You know, and you know, Bill Cosby. He's one of the OGs from Temple, and I went to Temple. But I need to look a little closer into these uh, cases that he had. I don't know, Jason. I can't jump out and be like, oh yeah, Bill is free. Nah, mm -mm. Felicia Rashad did though. She had his back, so that's all that matters. Even she, she can be wrong once in her life. I love Felicia Rashad, but he was not exonerated. He was let go on the technicality. Bill so Cosby, I, you are a free innocent. man. Bill Cosby, you are a free. You are a free but fucking you're man, and you're and you're not guilty. And you know what, Bill? What we gonna stop doing is black people is trying to cancel and imprison every black person that we believe popped a quaalude in a bitch's drink. See the problem that I have with the cancel culture is it has selective cancellation. 
when they cancel your subscription to Playboy magazine so you can't jerk off that one last nut before you go to sleep, bitch, they don't send you half the magazine. They cancel the whole subscription. Why is it that we want to cancel him without him having his due process rights and then on the same time go march for prison reform? It's not fair. He is out. He is a free man. He is not going to prison yet. And until then, he needs to be back on television. I am very comfortable. I'm very, very comfortable canceling habitual sex offenders. So I'm cool with that. But yet y'all still stepping in the name of love at your family picnics. Who? I'm not. I'm actually not. Not no. Don't you dare. There wait, is no. How do we? How, wait, wait, wait. So no. you need to tell me. You need to tell me. Sixty-seven women, or however many women, out of the nowhere, came forward and said that Bill Cosby raped them all, and this man it wasn't was out, out of walking the street. It wasn't out of nowhere. So fun fact, when the case first dropped, I was actually on CNN as, a, as an expert talking about this within a month of the case coming out. So this is something I'm actually very well versed in. I do not believe he is innocent. And I, and I had to cover it for CNN and write about it extensively. Based on what I saw, they actually didn't come out of thin air. They had been making accusations for decades. And it wasn't until Hannibal made that set and said it in front of social media that it finally got the airtime. But he didn't come out of thin air. They had been accusing him since the beginning. We just finally started listening. So that's another fact check where he's not been exonerated and they didn't come out of thin air. There was that a man whole has man. gotten away with there, it for decades. There was a guy yeah. who went on TikTok and said that I offered to fuck him if he would be if I would if I would make him my boyfriend on Love and Hip Hop. People could say the craziest, most outlandish shit. I have receipts of books where I said that I wouldn't be wouldn't be in a gay relationship on Love and Hip Hop. I have emails to Mona in the network saying, "Do not depict me as being gay on Love and Hip Hop because that's not what I'm here for." I have an email when I threw the drink for somebody trying to out somebody I was sleeping with, saying, "Please take that out because I don't want the sexuality to be a part of my storyline." Which they took it out, so nobody knew why I threw the drink. And I even have text messages of the person saying how he had a great date, this and that, and he wants to work for me. And I said no. And all of a sudden he said what he said. And that is now real because it's on the internet. Everything that's out there ain't real. And I think that when you are black and when you are gay for real and black, it's easier for people to try to paint pictures of you. And that's why I said earlier in the show, when I tell you I'm suing everybody, I'm suing that bitch too. He think you getting called for a trip <laughs> to go see Usher, bitch. No, he's getting uh, paperwork. But my point is, is that did Bill rape the women? I don't think anybody here can say he did because we weren't there. No, well, here's the thing, there. Jason. Did, did, did he rape 50 women? I don't know. Is everybody no. saying? I don't know. Just but one is thing. bad enough. Just one is bad exactly. enough. Exactly. If it was three out of 50, Jason, he needs to go to jail. Because if it was two because it, out of the 50. Was, if it was one, if it was a half of one out of a 50, he should go to jail. My point is, until he goes to jail for the conviction, the rightful conviction of one, then he's innocent and should be looked as that way. I'll tell you another thing. No. Blue, since you've been on this show, I told you when I hired you for the show, I said, I need you here to represent the audience that feels that black women are overshadowed or overlooked on this show. And you've done a great job holding it down for our sisters. But there's a thousand people out there that say I'm a colorist when I don't believe I'm a colorist. So True. Am, I, am I a colorist because, they, because there's 10,000 people that say I'm a colorist? You get to a but point no. where you want to say, fuck it then, think what you want. But, but then on the other hand, you know who you are. So when do we start allowing Jason. public opinion to overshadow fact? Bill Cosby agrees with me, though, because here's the thing. This is the beauty of the, of the broken justice system that Kim Kardashian and Van Jones and whoever else is working to, to change, right? He literally went on the record and admitting to some of the, like, he's admitted to some of this stuff. He just didn't admit to it in a way that they could use against him. So he hasn't even fully Please. denied all of this himself. 
plea. He he told on himself. He told on himself, but he just told himself on himself in a way that we couldn't use it. So even he's yep. admitted to some of this. So even Bill one Cos- time, Bill, out of his own mouth, he admitted it. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. Bill Cosby's I mean, on his way to in and out Burger. And if OJ Simpson can keep going live on Twitter after those allegations of what we all believe he did and live a happy life, I wish Bill Cosby whatever life he wants to live. Now, I don't know that he's guilty or not guilty. And I don't know the eras of 70s when there were people who would get high on coke and quaaludes and do whatever. And I'm not making excuses for nobody that does sexual assault. Because if you sexually assault somebody, you should go to prison. But I also wasn't there. And I know that the times now under Me Too and this cancel culture are very different than that era. And I don't know what was happening then. But clearly, the technicality that he got out on has allowed him to be on the streets. He's not a registered sex offender. And... He's out. But those those the same technicalities, that same system puts away innocent black people for years. All yeah, the time. Are, so I'm not going to lean yeah. on the justice system on the basis of, oh, that's going to dictate if I'm going to believe it or not. I got to believe his own words. The dude had a plea deal. That means you plead. That means you admitted, admitted to something. Uh, no, 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 no. Because we all know that there are black men Repeatedly, if you look at the 13th Amendment, look at all the different um, uh, uh, documentaries that are out there who are pled into being guilty because they're afraid or don't have the defense to fight for themselves to prove that they're not guilty. So that's not a but fair he, that argument. wasn't him. But, but that Bill wasn't Cosby him, though. He was it. empowered. That wasn't he him. He was it. fully empowered and well, had the money and the resources and just thought that it was a, a safe room. And here's the thing. There are millions of black and brown men who have been wrongfully convicted. I would have been much more happier if one of them had been left out today. And so I want to see innocent black men set free. Bill Cosby is not one of those, in my personal opinion. And I stand Bill Cosby is out. Michael Jackson is dead. And they're still trying to say he did it. Every black oh man God. who's accused of being a pedophile or a rapist is guilty because that's what black Twitter said. I'm over it. Welcome home, Bill. I hope you, Felicia, and, and all the Huxtables get together for home. a round table. Get together for a round table and have a conversation. I want to know what Rudy thinks. I want to know what Vanessa <laughs> thinks. I want to know what Olivia thinks. No, no, listen. Listen, the Cosby Show was our family. This broke our family. Our father, you, your father, was in the prison. <laughs> you Okay. Do you did you do you remember that video of Bill when he almost fell? When he looked mm-hmm. back or something, the gif? Mm-hmm. He became a big joke. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't watched the Cosby show since they took down the Cosby show. You can't see different royal no more. You can't even see different strokes because that's too close to a sexual allegation. Like at this point, I am I just want I just want everything to return to normal. If those people were raped or sexually assaulted. Yes, Bill, you should go to prison. You should die in prison. But I am glad for Camille that her man is coming home until they figure out. See, the broken prison system, it it, it, it works in our favor and it don't work in our favor. But when it works, it works. And it's working right now. It's it's broken work. It's brokenly working for Bill Cosby right now. Well, I feel bad for all the black men who he used to make fun of for, for not wearing their pants up and said, you look like felons. And then he became one. So that's funny. Let, well, he ain't no more. Whatever. He ain't no more. He ain't no more. Whatever. 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 <laughs> yeah. Jason. <laughs> Not my home, Bill. Go to his house. Go to Jason's house. Don't Bill. drag Remy mind to this. 
Let Bill come to your house and give you some quaaludes, Jason Lee. Listen, shout out to Bill. Well, listen, it looked like I had a quaalude this past weekend, but I didn't. It was called Casazul. Shout out. Oh my God, I could have said Bill did it. You know what? This show is off the rails, guys. Okay, it's officially <laughs> off the rails. Okay, look. Shout out to Britney Spears. Britney Spears is now apologizing to her fans because over the last two years, she's been saying that she's been okay. When really, uh, this whole free Britney movement has been happening right up underneath her because people were saying that her family was taking uh, control of her and being abusive and that she was in this conservative ship that was just taking control of her life. Now, her father, Jamie Spears, has been the face of this targeted campaign of her fans standing up for her. And this is what I love about Britney Spears' fans. They have been fighting for her when the woman was too afraid to fight for herself. But now, baby, she has yep. come forward and said that she's not only wants to terminate the conservatorship, but she wants to be able to have a baby and live the life and get married. But she can't because the people who are treating her like a slave aren't allowing her to move forward. Now, her hmm. sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, feels guilty, came forward, had this whole video. I think we got that. This is what she said. Everybody, I just want to take a second to address a few things. Uh... The only reason I haven't before is because I felt like until my sister was able to speak for herself and say what she felt she needed to say publicly, that it wasn't my place and it wasn't the right thing to do. Um, but now that she's very clearly spoken and um, said what she needed to say, I feel like I can follow her lead and say what I feel I need to say. Um, I think it's extremely clear. Now, I don't know what you guys think, Blue or Damaged, but I believe Britney, and I believe, as with anything, a woman should have complete and total control over her body at all times. So I believe she should have the right to do whatever she wants. If she wants to get pregnant, if she wants to get married, if she wants to live out her life as a rock star or country singer, she should be able to do whatever she wants. This 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 is deep. This is deep because this I, I see this in movies and I hear about it and I've seen, you know, older people go through this. I see I see this in the case in a lot of older people that are in homes and their family got control of the money, but I've never seen it with a young superstar. Now, do I believe Britney's all the way there in the head? No. So I don't know that thin line of control and protection, but it seems like when I was uh, doing a little bit of research, they're making her do concerts and um things she don't want to do so it's like if you if you feel like she's not mentally capable enough to do simple everyday things why are you throwing her on stage to make money so it's a scary little thing here but when i watch britney doing those spin windmills in the house and she's dancing like that she i i it's a, in my personal opinion she doesn't look okay however that doesn't give people the right to control dictate say if you can have kids or not and make money off of you it's like it's a really i hate you hold on <laughs> He said them spins and stuff. Hold you on, see hold that, Jason? On, he chose I, violence. He said them spins on, she no, was doing. No, no, because in my heart, I'm trying to have a free Britney moment, but you just have her twirling around with them raccoon eyes and them little Petty. panties looking crazy with that hair tat. Um, and and now I'm thinking that now I'm double thinking it. You know, maybe she needs to go through no, an evaluation. Don't double think maybe, it. No, maybe she needs to go through an evaluation. Okay. And to make sure she's okay. But if she is okay, she should be in total control of her life. Yeah. So they've they've actually done studies where when a, a sane person or someone who has like the regular anxieties that regular people have are put in dire conditions like her, it actually causes you to have a psychological break. So you saying that she's not okay isn't a reason for her to have the conservatorship. The conservatorship is actually what did that to her. And if you guys mm. want to know more about Britney, there's literally a documentary about her that's on Hulu right now that got a lot of fanfare. And Britney literally, in my opinion, and I never thought I would say these words, is a white slave. That girl, this is slavery. Like they literally have that girl in, in a true. gilded cage. Black, black, black Twitter. This, comes this is why. Like, 
Black Twitter. I don't care. I meant it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't care. Black Twitter. Okay, here's Blue's Instagram. Go tell her what you think about that. Because at, at this point, um, white slavery, wow. This, this is white slavery. This show is literally going down as one of the worst shows we've ever done because we're all so out of control. It's Quaaludes and alcohol for me. It's Bill Cosby and reuniting with Olivia and fucking white slavery. We should just end it right here. We should just end it. I'm just what, what Britney Spears moment. is going to is white slavery, and we talked about Harriet Tubman last episode. Right we're going to talk about it right again. Now, Free I'm Britney. Right Black, wait, I'm gonna tell you right now. Black Twitter's getting your face together because it literally just smeared you across the screen. Put her back up, girl. You, it's like a thumbprint on your face right now. You need to wipe. They, it. Black Twitter wipe loves it. Britney. Okay, it's Britney, bitch. Free Britney. This is white slavery. I said what I said. Okay, free Britney. But that's why. That's why I'm having wait, such a moment right wait. now. Black Twitter got your ass together immediately. They said, they said, no, you will not. You will not. Okay, wait. Hold on, hold on. Um, last but not least, Little Kim is now saying she will do a versus battle with Nicki Minaj. Let me just save us all a bunch of time. Nicki Minaj, you couldn't measure up to Little Kim if you put your damn, if you squatted down and put your crotch showing picture next to hers. Little Kim has so many more hits. You should be battling somebody like Taylor Swift or um kelly clarkson you're a pop star you're not a rapper anymore she's the queen of rap your stuff that you you when you want to become a commercialized barbie no no i do not want to see this Nicki minaj no 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 little kim it. versus i would uh, love foxy. to see it i think versus foxy little kim is actually more accurate right like little kim and foxy actually were counterparts for a very very long time so it's more accurate i just think that little kim and and Nicki Minaj would be more of a, of a spect spectacle, more of a shit show, more of a ratings boom. So I feel like Versus would probably want them just for the, the eyeballs and the ratings. I think I, I, would think, love I, I think Nicki Minaj should, um, Nicki Minaj versus her career. <gasps> I yeah. think they're both amazing people. I, let's be honest though, commercial stuff aside, Nicki literally is an amazing rapper, regardless of how you feel yeah. about her personally. Nobody can listen to Nicki really, really rap. She's an amazing. She's nobody can take that away from her. She's an amazing artist and lyricist, she but she, but she's not a little Kim. She's not. But here's well, of course, the thing. There's, only, there's only one little Kim, of course. Yeah. Here's the thing. Versus has definitely became a celebration, right? So I would love to see it if those two piece up, and I think it'll be big for uh, female hip hop right now because look at it. All the female hip hop artists are working together, and I think it'll just be a great push forward. Honestly, if they was to squash that beef through the verses. And it'd be a big celebration. You know what they say? The fans win in versus. There's no winner or loser. We win. So I'm, I'm for it. I think it'd be lit. What kind I, of infomercial wanna, was that? Mm -mm, they won't fight. See, well, well we, don't, we don't promote versus at Hollywood a lot because they spend money with white press, not black people. But look, what I will say is that, um, yeah, we don't, we don't support that. But what I will say is that Nicki Minaj, I would want to see Nicki Minaj versus Lotto. No. Oh, wow. That wouldn't even make sense. Or Nicki Minaj. That is controversial. Okay, 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 okay. Nicki Minaj versus Little Mama. Who? Come Who's on, that? Jason. I don't okay. even know who that is. You Nicki know who Minaj. Little Mama is. Okay, okay, no, I don't. Fine. I got one better. Nicki Minaj versus Saweetie. Why are you doing that? Why would this happen? They don't, Saweetie's not a rapper. Oh, she's a rapper. Oh, shit. My bad. She is a rapper. Well, that's um, the same response I have when you guys put Little Kim and Nicki Minaj in the same category. Nicki Minaj is a giant on her own, and so is Little Kim, but Little Kim is the queen of hip hop. And we're not trying to hear that. So I'm sorry. And this is not me being. Little Kim want to hear it. She said it. 
well, okay, Kim, 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 me and you, Kim, I'm calling you. We're not, we're not here for that. No, do not open that door. No, no, no. Little Kim Foxy Brown, make it happen. Little Kim Foxy no. Brown. Now that hosted by hosted by Wendy Williams. Oh, that basically it'd be 2001 all over again. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> oh wait, was that petty? I'm sorry. This show is. Just you know crazy. how Wendy would do it. Wendy would go like this. Look, go, <laughs> go. <laughs> she would. That's exactly how she would bother. It'd be better than Steve Harvey running his mouth the whole time while I'm trying to look at fine ass Ron Isley though. So Wendy can't be worse than Steve. Well, listen, I'll tell you what is worse, uh, this show. This is the worst show I've ever done in my life, and I'm done. Goodbye. No, we did worse. Bye. Bye, guys. I'm sorry. All right, look, that was a great show, and make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh-huh, that's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.